This is Robert Kurtzman, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. We're here to do some fucking liquidating. It's Thinking Outside the Long Box. Just, just drink it, Juan. <laughs> she just wants to. She just wants to be your mommy. <laughs> Listen, this movie's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Long used to do some wholesome, funny stuff in the past. Yeah, now he's raping people. <laughs> Getting <laughs> killed by mongoloid oh. uh, dungeon women. <laughs> so, my one knock. I'll, I'll say, once I saw Justin Long on screen, I was like, oh shit, this is going to be a, a scary movie. You know, because he, do, he doesn't do comedies anymore, really, that I, I've seen. Unless it's a Kevin Smith movie, because then I think he will cameo for a couple seconds. But so I, I'll just switch right forward. I heard that this movie was fantastic from a lot of places, and it was not what I expected. <laughs> when I, so it, it's not bad. I don't think it's bad. It's I don't bad think it's all. bad at all. But it just wasn't ridiculous. Again, again, when I go into it, I was like, okay, I don't know what this is, but it says it's a horror film. Let's watch it. My only knock at this movie is that, and I didn't, I didn't like it at the time. But then when I watched the movie, I was like, okay, it's all right. It spent forty-five minutes on a character that I thought was going to be insignificant, and then it introduced a whole nother character halfway through the movie in Justin Long, yeah. and then it had to retell a whole story again. And so that was the that was the one weird thing. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, we just spent half the movie ta- looking at this other lady. Like, what the fuck is well, going on? It turns on? out she is quite significant. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And so I thought it was like a means to tell the story about this house, and I was like, oh, that's shitty. Yeah, the movie tricks you halfway through. Like halfway through, it's like, oh, okay, this character's not. This movie's not about a character. It's about this fucked up dungeon house. Right. And then it's like, oh, this movie is about this character <laughs> and this fucked up dungeon house. So you, the movie starts out with like an Airbnb of sorts. It, it and he doesn't. It doesn't sound like he knows what the fuck Justin Long's character knows what's going on with his home, but it's being rented out by a company, and they don't ever come out to this part of town, apparently. To well, for sure some reason, he's bought an Airbnb in, like, the worst part of Detroit. The, it's awful. It is yeah, straight awful. It's like where you don't purchase an Airbnb. <laughs> when I watched it, I was like, as soon as I got up the next day, I'm like, fuck this. I'll go stay on the street somewhere else. I'm yeah, not staying in this I will part. sleep in my I car in a Walmart parking lot. come back to this. Yeah. But this whole movie is bad to see. Like... <laughs> This is typically why I hate I hate bad I hate illogical decisions in movie. But I don't really hate it in this movie because this movie is just about that. <laughs> but like literally it's like everything you think the person would do in that scenario, they do the opposite. <laughs> and it leads to well, just stuff that's not possible. But <laughs> old weird titties. <laughs> that freakish creature in the basement. <laughs> A, it's just not even a possibility. She's <laughs> she's like unkillable. <laughs> she's a monstrous human being. So but this film is. So, but even from the get go, you show up to an Airbnb. 
you're a woman. It's the middle of the night. So that was and they f- discuss it a little bit, but like that was my first question. Do you stay there? Fuck no. No. I'm okay. a dude and I don't stay there. <laughs> That's, that was my first question. So she gets to the Airbnb, there's already somebody renting out the place. Yeah. And he's like He's he's noticeably like it's the middle of the night. She woke him up. Like he also doesn't really know what's going on. You think he's the bad guy at first. He ends up not being the bad guy at all. But that's the question. I'd be like, I don't know if I'll just. I'm fine. Like I'll go find a cheap hotel or something. That's cool. You stay here and then I'll figure something else out. Again, I sleeping in know. a Walmart parking lot before <laughs> I sleep with. I don't know this person. Right. Like it's just there's there's no upside. It's like the best case scenario. I get incredibly restless sleep thinking I'm going to be murdered all night. <laughs> best case scenario. And nothing happens. Turns out to be an okay fella. <laughs> <laughs> worst case scenario goes far beyond what I would have assumed could be the worst case scenario. Because <laughs> you get trapped and like. But uh, uh, yeah, it's. it's... <sighs> If I decide to stay the night, okay, I've decided to stay the night. Then something freaky happens in the middle of the night. You've made then I walk choice out already. Yeah, but then I walk out and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, I'm not going back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm immediately grabbing my shit and I'm leaving. Like that's I'm not like oh we'll see maybe I'll come back. I kind of get why she went big because she found out that the guy happens to be like a very nice good guy and she kind of likes him but still it's oh, like that. women this is the part where you call us like victim blamers but you can't do shit like this like you can't <laughs> stay in places like this you don't deserve anything bad that happens to you but Fucking make better life choices. Like, but I mean, yeah. again, I, I'm I'm just I'm, saying, like, this is the typical script where, like, if this was on the news and the male newscaster was like, "Well, she fucking was there," and then the other one would be like, "Are you blaming the victim?" It's like not blaming the victim, but she could have had some foresight. <laughs> that that's it, really, right? Like, yeah. you're. Okay, maybe I made a stupid decision. It's the middle of the night. It's pouring rain. Okay, I, I goes for the dude too. I kind of understand that. All right, I'll stay there. Yeah. But then you wake up in the middle of the night. Somebody looks like they've opened your door. Like it, shit happens, and then you walk out the next morning and you see you're in the. I've been I've been a lot of places in my life. I've covered a lot of the states, and I don't know that I've ever walked out to a neighborhood that looked so fucking bad in my life. I have I've a been couple, to Detroit. I've I have a to, couple of times, yeah, but I've been to these cities. And I've had just, some friends that lived in areas that actually did look like this. That's crazy to me. But even then, when I stayed over there, when I was little, and say one time I've done this, stayed at a friend's house. His name was Demas. His house was basically unlivable. <laughs> it should have been condemned. And every other house he lived around him was also the same. And there were like cars and front yards and shit. Even though I knew him and I knew his family, the entire night I still felt like this is fucking wrong. <laughs> and I never stayed over there. And that's the thing. You, I, as a, as an adult, and I, I was like eight. <laughs> I, she, I'm guessing she was in her twenties and thirties. You yeah. walk out, you see that I'm going. All right, I'm grabbing my shit. I'll go find oh, some. This is fucking crazy. Like, no, thank you. But Stick so the airport. she goes to uh, meet this other. I can't remember if it was an interview or what. But yeah, she goes to meet interview. this other person. Comes back to comes back to the Airbnb. Gets fucking attacked by a homeless person. 
And she still doesn't fucking leave. Like, the dude convinces her to stay again in an aggressive manner, even. And I would, again, would have been like, nah, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I don't Here's care the part where if we're banging. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Here's the part where I feel like nobody would stay past this. But they keep doing it. She goes downstairs and finds a dungeon. Yes. Okay, this is immediate leave. <laughs> Call the police. Yeah, right? call the police. Immediate gone. I found this shit in the basement. Although the police, we find out, very unreliable. <laughs> but but she looks like she does legitimately look like a crazy person at that point in time when she does finally talk to the police. I mean, the police should go in and in- yeah. investigate as well. But she does legitimately look like a homeless crazy person. Oh as yeah. Well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But still. At that point. At that point. The police clearly are not been doing their job in the area for a while. <laughs> but I just, I'm I'm gone. And not only am I gone, I'm like calling the people being like, you got to give me your fucking money. There's a dungeon in this yeah. bitch. With a video camera there still. <laughs> like, but the yeah. guy, the decision the guy makes is so, that this is the one where I'm like, we're fucking really like, where he's like, I can't just, you can't just tell me there's a dungeon and I'm going to leave. And I was like, yeah, you can. <laughs> Like, if I walk into that house and the person that I just met yesterday is like, just so you know, there's a crazy sex dungeon in the basement <laughs> that looks like they're murdering people in it, I would be like, yeah, that's just good to fucking right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. This looks like the area where that could be a thing. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. And he's like, no, I got to see this for myself. <laughs> and then he gets taken into, like, this even farther pit of a basement. Yes. And she decides, like, eh, I'm going to go down. No. I'll follow him. I'm going to follow him. I've now. known you for 24 hours. <laughs> you make bad life choices. I'm sorry, bro. You get to deal with it. You got to die. <laughs> like, I owe you nothing. <laughs> like I said, I will call the cops for you. I will sit pretty in the police station and if they find you they find you if they don't they don't so he gets his head smashed in by this fucking demon crazy lady (laughs) this impossible character yes she is superhuman superman strength (laughs) she is like hey she looks like she's like eight feet tall (laughs) she has like a hunched back evidently she's the product of like inbreeding right um, she has one VHS tape about nourishing a baby <laughs> for some reason. That's the one tape survived. And she smashes this guy's head in a pulp and then takes the woman as her baby and throws her in a pit, which we don't know yet. Right. We just assume she's dead. Correct. Because so that's 45 minutes into the movie. That's yes. that's what I where yeah, you you're right. She you she smashes the dude's head, the fucking monster screams and then we cut and we cut to Justin Long. And I'm like, "Really? You told me a 45 minute prelude to something that has nothing to do with the rest of the movie?" I was I was upset at that point. I was like, "What the fuck?" It really does kind of feel like that. <laughs> it's kind of new agey. It's like a different way to tell a movie. I wasn't upset by it. I was just, I was shocked a little bit. <laughs> I was, I, I was, I wasn't like, I, upset might be too strong, but I was like, it took 45 minutes for you to tell me the story of a home, uh, and now we're actually getting to the meat and potatoes of this movie. <laughs> like, that's a weird, like, cut where you think like, oh, all right, the rest of the movie has nothing to do with those people. Okay, maybe the house and the crazy See, monster lady. I like what the show's called, um... 
anthology shows. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, I just assumed this is like an anthology movie. I like I just assumed I just assumed we were just going to be telling a bunch of stories about the movie because we'd also seen the I don't know if we'd seen it yet, but we do see it again. The like the flashback of the guy who lived there back in the you day. See it in the in the future of the film. So I had, I was just starting to assume this is just an anthology about this crazy oh. fucked up house. <laughs> um, but we find out that's not the case. <laughs> this movie this movie flips on itself multiple times, <laughs> and uh, he turns out to be accused of rape. Correct. And we find out that he probably did do the rape. Correct. Although I believed his character at first, he was so adamantly against it. Whereas then you would think like a person's not lying to themselves, like it's like in in a in reality, if we were seeing this, it would be like in a newspaper saying like he's been accused of rape right. and denies it, and you'd be like, Oh yeah, he probably did it. Right. But in the movie it's like, no, he's like freaking out. He's right. like, I didn't do this shit. So you're like, <laughs> Oh shit, man, he must have done this shit. Or he must not have done this right. shit. And then like you slowly figure out like he probably did this shit. <laughs> so you get to the point where he gets fired. He's an actor. He gets fired from the film, so he's got to liquidate a lot of assets, thus our intro. Um, and somehow he owns this home in the middle of this shit part of town that he doesn't sound like he's visited in fucking forever. Because, again, if if I go, if I own that home, that bitch is not staying in my name for very long. Like, I'm well, not this owning point, that home in the middle of what I would have I would have sold it. It would have been this mine. house is worth $15. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The neighborhood that's in, like, legitimately, like, and that's not even, like, a dumb shit. Like, you can go online and find, like, Rundown houses in Detroit for like fifty bucks. Well, they do. They do that. They do that in in a lot of other countries. I don't know if you've ever seen those. Like you'll pay, you know, thousand dollars for this house in France, but you you have to you have to rebuild it. You have to re bring it up to code, and you got to put. So it's going to cost you more than that. But they sell them for really cheap. But this house is just not staying in my name. I don't give a fuck. It's not worth anything. You're not liquidating it. Live, let that fucking shit go. Like that's not liquidating for any money. I'm just burning it down. And he just doesn't know that. Somehow. Burning down every house around it. <laughs> so he goes to the house. He spends the night, uh, and it, upon his like, okay, he's evaluating it to get it, uh, you know, priced out. He he finds the crazy dungeon, a- and again, and also it, doesn't leave. His stupid decision is like, ah, this is worth a lot of money because it's fucking huge. So he, he he's tape measuring this goddamn tunnel. <laughs> This crazy like dungeon death tunnel, <laughs> and he's like, "How many extra feet is this?" <laughs> so stupid. So you spend probably the next fifteen or twenty minutes going through his story, and then he gets to the house, he finds a tunnel, and then the same thing happens to him. Right? He gets essentially captured by this fucking crazy lady and thrown into the dungeon, into the uh, into like the holding pit, cr- yeah, or like the some kind of cage, the crib, I guess yeah. you would call it. Yeah. <laughs> Except, and then, and then you find out the woman from the beginning is not dead. Correct. She's been down there surviving off of... For two weeks, I think. Mongoloid breast milk. <laughs> so that's what you learn, that she's she's like capturing these people who she is trying to treat as her babies. And so, yeah, she he gets upset, and she tries to breastfeed him. And, he, like, it's just the weirdest, cringiest scene. <laughs> like, it's so fucking weird. And the woman escapes because she's trying to breastfeed this thing now. Gets out of the house. And then for some reason feels like she has to go back. If I've been trapped 
in this cage with this she-beast for a week and a half. Dude, I'm just done. I don't care that you also got trapped. I tried to warn you. You freaked out. You got yourself fucked up. Like, I did my duty. Again, I'm flying home, then calling the cops. Where are you now? California. This place is crazy. You got to go there. There's someone. He's probably dead, but you got to go. Stop this she-beast. But she gets out. The homeless guy again comes up and he's like, that's a bad place. Well, that was a different homeless guy. So the f- No, it's the same guy. He runs up to her at the beginning and tells her not to go in. And she gets right. scared, which you would, and goes in. And then he's, she's trying to get out the window and he helps her. And yeah. he was like, he's like, you should have never got out of there. That crazy <laughs> bitch, she's going to come out and kill you in the middle of the night. You got to get the fuck out of here. And he's like, she's not even the worst thing down there, which she turns out to be the worst thing down there. Um, I guess like her dad, who's like old and dying, is like technically more of like a monster than her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not nearly as threatening. So that's where you get the flashbacks to his yeah. life, where he's he's going to buy these things that he needs to capture people, and so that you get the you get the filler from him being a bad dude, and then it makes sense. Okay, he's got a sex dungeon, and he's and he's and he's essentially locking up women, yeah. um, and somehow this baby has just survived and just been left alone somehow for 30 years or however the hell long it's been. So it it is weird. It turns into, like you said, they escape. He, he, Justin Long's character finds the one room. He escapes her because she's now run off to the other lady. The, the monster has run off after the the other lady who's been in there for two weeks because she's escaped. Justin Long's character finds the dad and he just thinks he's a victim that's just been down here apparently forever because he's old and frail. But it ends up being the dude. So the bad guy, the dad. And the dad kills himself. Right. And then the mongoloid creature comes out of the house to get the girl. And she drives her into the house. <laughs> she hits her with a car. smashes her between a car and the house, which kills anybody. <laughs> Or at least incapacitates them to the point where they're not doing anything <laughs> besides dying there or dying on the way to the hospital, maybe surviving. But no, she's completely unfazed. <laughs> the homeless guy then takes them back to his shelter where she's never come in in 20 years, and she decides to come in at that moment <laughs> and murders him, ironically, as he's talking about how she's not going to get in there by ripping off his arm and beating him to death with it. I mean, it's a crazy movie. The whole time of which he has a gun. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> does nothing. It doesn't Fails. do anything. It doesn't do anything. Anyway. Then they climb a fucking water, water tower, tower. And to save himself, he throws the girl who's been trying to help him the whole time <laughs> off of the water tower, which is like five, six stories <laughs> In the air, the mongoloid creature dives off, protecting the woman, landing. She lands on top of him, which she might not be dead if that happened, but she would be beyond fucked up. Oh, yeah. Broken bones at minimum. (laughs) Creature splattered for sure. But no, still completely alive enough to rip him in half. Head first. (laughs) Uh, the movie's insane. It ends with the original lady finding the gun and shooting the creature in the head dead. To mercilessly kill her. Yeah. She kills her 
not as like this is a hideous monster who's murdered how god knows how many people <laughs> and <laughs> took her hostage for two years. But when she kills her, it's like a sad moment. It's like you don't deserve this. It's like she does. She does deserve this. And I'm surprised it worked. Because <laughs> nothing else has yes. worked at that point. Falling off the water now would definitely kill you. Especially if somebody's falling on top of you. Uh, I, so we'll start here. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes. It's a 93% critic score, which is fucking crazy to me. That's Seven, not to me. It's, art, it's an art house movie. 71% audience score. <clears throat> it was made for $4 million. It made $45.5 million. So it did really well in the theaters, too. Um, well, it costs nothing. Yeah. But... Like legitimately, I mean, at four million is a lot. We could probably wrangle up four million dollars through bank, like <laughs> through loans and shit. Honestly, so like for a movie, that's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know how to rate it. I mean, it's it's one of those movies where it's like that was pretty good. Like I don't really understand it as far as like how some of these decisions are made. How no, any of these decisions are made. How anybody? How any? town at this point in 2023 kind of i it's got to be said in our time any city lets itself look like that any homeowner lets its home there are parts of detroit that look like that man i've been to detroit all over the place and i don't remember the time where it was just I, there are bad places of, of no, anywhere they're definitely there, i could show you i was bad places in louisiana like a I year ago to. i was like google mapping like random houses that cost like 50 dollars, and the neighborhoods look like this yeah, it's, it's insane to me but as an owner like he seems to be a very wealthy at at the beginning of his time he seems to be a very wealthy guy but i i just don't know how you just don't know that like it's it just, seems like he grew up there me. It was probably a better neighborhood when he grew up there, and he probably bought that as like one of his first things he ever bought. And now he just lives out in Hollywood and leaves it to an Airbnb service. But I don't understand how they're still renting it out. <laughs> so it, I just I, I I think it's a good movie. I it was it was gross and and you know it it was a little freaky at times. I think it did its job well. I just, it's one of those movies where I don't turn back and watch the movie again. <laughs> like, no. I just don't. <laughs> I don't need to put myself through it again. I might watch this again in the same way that Leviathan. Like, if I had a bunch of friends who'd never seen it right. over at my house, I'd be like, let's watch this fucking weird ass movie. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Yeah. I, I would, the, the difference is this movie looks good. Uh, the acting is okay. I would probably rate this somewhere in the low to mid eighties. You know yeah, what I, I would mean? Too. I, it's a, it's a decent movie and it's worth the watch. It just definitely was not anything like I expected it. No, to be. no, not at all. I from the previews, I thought the guy who was in the house when she got there was going to be some like crazy dude who tortures her. Me in the too. Basement. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I thought I was going to get into. This movie went off so many rails. <laughs> They had to make new rails for it to go off of. <laughs> it's it like I said, it's worth the watch, especially if you're Justin. This is, uh, I mean, he he started his real weird shit with Tusk, um, from what I remember, and he just makes like horror movies, like little tiny horror movies now, and uh, I, it seems just like a Justin Long movie to me. Like I like I said, if I had known he was in it at the beginning, I'd be like, oh shit, this is probably gonna be fucking weird, and it's just that type of movie, and I think there's a lot of. A lot of people who really like that type of movie. A low budget, but it it's still like looks Tusk good. A lot, actually. <laughs> a lot of similarities to Tusk. <laughs> like, Tusk also randomly turns into a different movie <laughs> yeah. halfway through and ends in a way that is just p- 
ponderous. <laughs> with him in the zoo or some shit, if I yeah, remember. Yeah, with him right. being okay. <laughs> just okay with it. <laughs> I don't think he's okay with it. He just doesn't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you should watch it. I think it's worth the watch. It's a it's a pretty decent horror film. You know, it, it's like any other slasher weird horror film. It, it only exists because people don't know how to make good decisions in these weird movies. And uh, you know what I mean? It, like you said, at any point in time, you don't put yourself in that position as a normal adult. None you just don't, you know, better, you know, any of these positions that Which you're is not going to put yourself in. I don't know if them. I call it good horror. It's unique horror. It's a good storytelling. And it, it, I don't know. It's just, it's good. It's good enough in a weird way. Right. that It keeps your attention. I guess I'd qualify good horror as like something that's feasible, but like this is not like this would never happen. What's really feasible though? I mean, there's a lot of good horror that like, like Leatherface style shit is feasible. Like especially the newest one. Like they, you know, couple shows up. They're trying to renovate an old dead town and bring like boomers to it to like get some shit going. And there just happens to be a psycho fucking chainsaw <laughs> wielder in there. Down. You didn't know that. <laughs> like, you didn't make any weird decisions. Right, right, you just right. showed up and you're like, ah, oh, God, he's killing people. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't, I'm not a fan of Leatherface. I'm not. No, is that, is it, I'm not a the premise fan of it. The premise. It's just, to me, it has like, it's like you could lose yourself in the fact that that could be you. Right. There's right. other things in that movie that are not realistic, but like the scenario is like, oh, this is like a creepy ass scenario. Right. This is like a, this isn't creepy ass because it would have never happened. <laughs> None of it. No, I mean if so if if she had gotten there, the dude hadn't been. I there. say that, but people die in the dumb. There, there's people who do this shit. <laughs> it's not happening to me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> a normal, reasonable adult is probably you're you you get there. Somebody else is there. You're leaving. Like that's just the choice. And then that guy maybe is getting killed later. Yeah. But you're leaving. <laughs> so, I I I think it's it's watchable. It's definitely yeah, I, yeah. I think I think maybe it's on the lower end of good, but it's watchable. Go watch it. I, I definitely think you should watch it. Um, it's a crazy fucking movie. This should just be our entire review strategy. <laughs> it's on the lower end of good. Ninety percent of the things we watch. Leviathan wasn't on the lower end of good. That was just on the lower end of the spectrum. <laughs> like that's not good. It's not a good movie. In certain ways, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, I well, what was this on? Where did we watch this? I don't. I don't know where. Where it's I playing. watched this on like Amazon Prime. There you go. I think it was like in, on Stars or something like that. Or because it like i said it did have a limited release in theaters because it did it did make money um yeah. so go it's called Bar- just barbarian uh justin long movie go check it out it's worth the watch if you like crazy fucking shit uh todlb.com we're on facebook instagram twitter youtubes all the things yes um until next time i've been juan i'm doyle and we will catch you guys later Bye-bye. bye bye on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! ha <laughs> ha!